1: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at Brentfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
2: Yeah, I'm Flint Dilly, and you're listening
0: to uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I mean, it's really Knowing is Half the Battle, and I, I don't know why they put this pod. We didn't have podcasts in the 80s. I, I, don't, I don't know what
2: they're doing with that. But anyway, they, that's what you're listening to. He never gives up. he stay till the fight's Joe there, Joe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. Oh, God. This time with more me.
3: What? I'm raised to chaos. How is that possible? I wasn't consulted on I'm this. I'm more decision. me
2: than I've ever been before, guys.
3: I was not consulted.
2: Did you.
0: What, did you, did you join Hare Krishna or something? <laughs> Is, have I you... am now
2: a monk, yes.
3: That makes you more you?
2: Yeah, I I've, mm-hmm. I've found my center. We were talking before about, you know, needing, last episode on Wednesday, we talked about me needing to go on a spiritual journey.
3: Is that what we talked about? I blacked out again, didn't I?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm probably reading between the lines a little bit, but. That's what it feels like. Mm -hmm. And so I went on a, Mm -hmm. between our recording on Wednesday and our recording for today, I went on a spiritual journey and have become a monk.
3: I feel like monks take a vow of silence for a period of time.
0: You're basically the opposite of a
2: monk. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I have a weird thing to confess. Um, I am no longer a monk. They just found out and, and texted me you're like and a, said you're out of
3: the monkship. You're like a mecha Mecca monk or something. Whatever the biz, monk? bizarro monk. Oh, a bizarro yeah, monk who can't no. stop talking? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Could, Can I join that one?
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm going to to look them up after the show. Guys, I'm going on a spiritual awakening journey after this episode of Knowing is Half the Podcast.
0: You know what you could do uh, if you're trying to unlock your potential... You could unlock the secrets of a monk by being a monkey, a monkey. Oh,
3: just think of yourself. Oh my God, a, how did I get here? How did I get here?
2: God, damn
0: I mean,
3: it. To guys, be
2: fair, change of plans. I'm going to kill myself after <laughs> the
3: Yep, show. yep. I same, mean, that was same. it. It's
0: all it he took. He throws his own shit. Uh, he makes uh, ook ook noises on a fairly regular oh basis, often into these microphones. I'm, I need to, to, to wipe them Examine down my
3: life and how I got to this place. S-
2: um, scary realization we're having.
3: I told, I told my mom recently I was doing well. I, li- I lied. <laughs> clearly, yeah. clearly I lied.
2: Yeah, That's unfortunate.
3: Well, guys, we're talking about an
2: episode of G.I. Joe this week. It's called Not a Ghost of a Chance, mm-hmm. which is a nice little pun word with the word ghost in there. And this is an important episode. I think that uh, uh, this is an episode that we could look to because it reminded me of the election of 2016 and the rise of Donald Trump. The uh, way he
0: worked uh, yeah. the
2: media, the
3: yes, oh, same yeah, way yes. Cobra worked the media I had a, here. I did have a lot of Cobra Commander equals Trump notes in this one. There uh, is there is
2: some I mean, scary it's... realization here that they predicted what would happen to the media thirty years in the past. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I did
3: have, I did have, I did have some Cobra Commander fake news notes. I oh think. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, well, I
0: mean, we'll get there. Uh, not gonna lie, the only thing that uh, I, I paid attention to in this episode was Dr. Mindbender waving. That was <laughs> nice. get me a little... <laughs> Jeff of that. I don't even <laughs> remember that. I don't even and remember oh, that. Oh, Joe's. Careful, some
2: waves. <laughs> <laughs> well, the episode opens with the USS flag, and G.I. Joe seems like they're on some sort of like, it felt like a training exhibition or something like that, but it turned out it was a mission. Who was this written by? Oh, who was
0: this written by? Oh,
3: Sharna Devono. Yeah, I don't know who that is. No, know Sharman Devono come up write before. Yes. I can't remember, though.
0: Sharman also wrote. The Phantom Brigade. Oh another that's episode, episode with the ghost oh,
2: yeah, uh, airplane
0: yeah. pilot. Uh, Memories of Mara. That's another episode. Oh, okay,
3: oh wow, okay. I didn't recognize his uh,
2: name,
0: huh? Uh, okay. and Let's Play a Soldier.
3: Okay, that I was the knew one in I, Southeast I recognized yeah. the name. I was just too lazy to look it up. I figured Chan would do it.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's... Uh, that was correct. Uh, Charmin did a lot of outside-the-box work here on the G.I. Joe series. And
2: this is that as well. This is kind of thinking about yep. the world around G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. and because and, it's not just about Joe and Cobra. It's about like a, a third character, that being yeah. the media. Mm-hmm.
3: I have a lot of thoughts on this episode, a lot of lady thoughts on this episode. Whoa.
2: Wow. Is it involving Flint and Lady J's relationship, per
3: Yeah, chance? yeah. Oh, play? I thought it, it was
0: just like about menstruation Periods and stuff like and that. Stuff? Like when which... you say lady stuff, that's generally the sort of Yeah,
3: uh... I'm going to talk about which type of tampons each of the Joes wear.
0: Welcome wow. back to Knowing is Half the Period. We're we back. A... We got a new <laughs> game for the the Daily joes
3: yeah i feel like well like game. which ones wear? which ones are diva cup wearers which ones are thinks wearers mm. you listeners probably don't even know what both of those things are
2: we podcasters probably don't know what two
3: uh, of those things excuse are excuse me chan will know he is a woke dude chan He knows, knows, what that he is. knows period mm-hmm. things ray
2: i barely know commas and semicolons yeah
3: I, you don't seem like the type of guy to listen when your wife is talking about her period so i am not surprised you don't know these things
2: gina how dare you how dare you be so right about my relationship?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these conversations are probably like uh Melissa starts talking about it, and then we cut to your brain, and it's uh one of those yes. little symbol monkeys clapping over and over, <laughs> and over and over again. uh
0: That's no, me most I, of the time <laughs> i I see the uh looking at his head and then see uh hearing uh Homer's voice going, up, I'm out of here." <laughs> gup, 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 gup. <clears throat>
2: weirdly enough you're both uh you're both close but wrong it should be talking about that stuff and it would just be the detroit lions fight song blaring (laughs) through my head that makes sense and just singing forward down the field a charging team that will not yield and it really is on loop it never stops words to that there are words to the lions fight song we will sing them off air together Mm. in my brain Well, um, Lady J is going to be on TV later, and the the time the timing around this episode is so weird because sometimes it feels like stuff's happening in real time, but yeah. clearly it must have happened before.
3: Well, there were some flashbacks, and and at first I thought it was going to be one of those episodes where they were like, you know, you know, one of those episodes of TV where they're like, I mean, this reminds me of the time that we went and right. played poker together, like a Family and you, Guy, episode. and then you see it. And then and then it cuts back to the scene. So, I, yeah, I was a little fuzzy on what, what was happening in the present and what was I happening in the past. I tell you what,
0: this is literally the only uh, time G.I. Joe has ever kind of given me pause. I had to step back and be like, wait a minute, hold on, what is happening uh-huh, here? Uh-huh. Because it does it does uh, do a couple uh, loop-de-loops in there. It does. And it turns out it's a, you know, it's a ploy to draw Cobra out and, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, Uh. that's like
2: the longest episode of television ever because people who are being interviewed as this 20 questions Hector Ramirez thing go off and conduct their schemes and go on missions and come back and the interview is still ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I
3: feel like this is like one of those like frontline specials like that lasts a while. But
2: it ends in real time with Hector Ramirez being live on the air. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So- so it, what's going on right now is that a uh, Lady J is, is uh, on a team to go and try to find these two missing pilots. Yeah. because they were in a, in a plane called the Ghost, not a ghost of a chance, and the plane got shot down, and we don't know who shot it down, but we assume it's Cobra. Sure. And also
3: Flint is not is not happy and about about something. And I wrote down, oh, he's mad because she's she's gonna get famous, like she's on she's That's on. That's what I thought too. Sure. And I thought it was gonna be one of those things where he was like, oh or, man,
0: or more more like. Oh, uh, uh, she's going to be on television and somehow like compromise Joe's mission. So oh, I gave him a little oh, benefit of the doubt that okay. maybe
3: I gave him no benefit of the doubt. I thought this was one <laughs> of those guys that like his wife gets a, a raise at work and is suddenly making a little bit more money than he is, and right. he's like, great, great, g- gre- great.
2: Guys, great, if you're one of those great, people great. at home, let me tell you right now, don't be. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: studies have shown that men are men are men don't feel great about about it when their wives make. Even if they are happy to have the extra money, they they don't feel great about it when their partners make more. than oh, they do. see, here's oh, the problem: it.
0: is uh, <laughs> the the uh, the people that are not polling in the in these surveys uh-huh. are the ones that are too lazy to come to the door because they're <laughs> like, "Shit, man, I got my Jerry Springer to watch. I can't be bothered. Uh, my wife is making so much money.
3: Uh, this is fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's well, make dream. sure you weigh in next time, and then, and then <laughs> us, us big earner ladies don't have to feel feel guilty. Uh, is it weird that that they introduced Lady J on TV as a as a member of the GI Joe team, which again is supposed to be a super secret organization? I think
2: it's as secret as they feel like it per episode. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because uh, not uh-huh. only that, they, 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 the freeze frame they use of Lady J being like tonight on Twenty Questions, it's like the most mean mugging shot of Lady J Ooh. they could have possibly uh-huh, found. Uh-huh. She looks at the camera, she's like. Rrr.
3: One and it made lo- me laugh. One thing I love about this episode, y'all know how much I love callbacks and through lines. You get them here. And and he- not only is Hector Ramirez back, who we've seen in other episodes, but he just rattles off so many old episode All right. plots. We will, we yep, will yep. get there. And I that was it. my
2: favorite part of the episode.
0: But
3: I was delighted to see him because I feel like he always brings these kinds of things with him. Yeah. Well, the he-
0: show gets meta when he rolls around.
3: Yeah. And we've
2: established with Buzz that he's the link that ties every one of these uh, universes. Uh, universes together with mm. G.I. Joe. Transformers uh, and like five others Inhumanoids Pony uh, My Little Pony My Little Pony somehow pulls together Mm -hmm. Uh, He's talking about the Ghost Bomber and they're in the Aleutian Islands and Lady J now suddenly is on TV and there's an exclusive interview So they have Hawk and Lady J from the Joe team to talk about the ghost. Now, this plane, near as I can tell, was like just shot down like an hour ago. And yet this whole thing has been completely set up by Hector Ramirez. Oh, see, they're looking for the pilots the whole time they're out there.
3: I thought that they like I was under the impression that they had had the show set up to talk about the the awesome science behind this plane. And while that was happening, they got word it had been shot down. It's straight. Like
2: I said, the timing in this episode is really suspect, yeah, I think is the yeah. word I would use, because they have Hawk and Lady J, and then to defend Cobra, yeah. we have Cobra Commander, Dr. Mindbender, and Serpentor himself from their secret base location, and yeah. when deciding which of two groups to choose from, choose the one that isn't coming from a secret base, they can't tell you where it is. They're generally the bad guys. That's my little hint. This is
3: uh, uh, Cobra Commander immediately goes into Trump Trump mode with his claims of fake news, and it it is like I think it is maybe word for word something that Trump has said.
2: I, I see it here. I think Serpentor is Trump, but I think Cobra Commander is Steve Bannon if he was allowed to talk. May, and he say might the be. Things.
3: Uh, he might be Sean, Spicer, Sean Spicer. He might be saying like, "Oh, the, he's." He, uh, basically, Cobra Commander says to him like. Yo, why are you reporting this fake news story, you liberal media, Hector Ramirez? They're just like,
2: well, you must obviously have proof that we shot it. Oh, you don't. There's no proof that you can't even find the pilot. So why do you automatically think that it's us? And if I was a dim bulb watching at home just as an independent observer... Uh I, I would maybe start to believe him at a certain point. It's like he's being they accuse us of everything and embellish everything. <laughs> yes, we attacked Washington D.C. Yeah. and took over the the Lincoln Memorial, but I mean, was it really as bad as all Was the Holocaust really as bad as all that?
3: They're going to have you start uh taking taking surveys that start with like, do you think that Cobra Commander has been treated unfairly by the liberal media? <laughs> yes or definitely yes.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or other, please specify.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Weirdly, uh,
0: my major note that uh, uh, I wrote down while while I was watching this uh, was, man, love them conquests. Conquests are cool planes.
3: Oh, oh, did not know what that was referring to. Just thought you were talking about sexual conquests. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just love how Flint just (laughs) talks about crushing puss constantly. That's the one thing that G.I. Joe uh, does is (laughs) one thing I know about that cartoon. I
3: I think I think that that this is an accurate representation of Flint as evidenced by his his alpha male behavior in this episode. I alpha. was not pleased. Here's the thing. I was not pleased. I would have
2: expected
0: that at Duke, but not
2: Flynn.
3: Yeah, yeah. Flint's been
2: Flynn. jealous a couple of times. Remember the the secret spy, the spy who rooked me.
3: Yeah. Uh, he was super yeah. jealous
2: of that I mean, guy. To be fair, that dude was. That dude was reaching for it. Yeah. 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 He was.
3: This yeah. is. I'll get it. I'll I'll get into my feelings later, but okay. this would be the beginning of the end for me in a relationship. Well, uh, before we get to the
0: I Flint, do, I did yes. also also in all caps. Uh, I was like, holy shit jealous like when when he when he uh says uh
2: yeah yeah i know we're just good
3: friends yeah my note my note was fuck you flint you jelly asshole
0: yeah that was what i
3: wrote down you can't you can't be passive aggressive you either talk that crap out or or you get over it but you don't you don't Passive-aggressively make jelly comments in the middle of, like, an air battle. Yeah,
0: exactly. And this is face. not the place for it. Yeah. And also, I feel like uh, uh, coming up, there will be a point where uh, um, they pass by the the down pilots, and they're, like, waving their thing. And it was at that point, Flint's like, yeah, I'm just really thinking about this, you know, stupid jerk face. And the, and, and, and the yeah. tomahawk flies <laughs> right over. I'm like, you left them there because yeah. you
2: were... It's
0: in your his own, own head? Yeah,
3: yeah. he's insecure Ooh. about his own well, his own crap.
2: We get part of the reason why. We go to a flashback scene <laughs> where we find out that Lady J and Ron Michaels, one of the pilots, the other one is Frank Sullivan. They're very specific about that. <laughs> uh, they went to flight school together. So they are good friends from college, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Ron Flint, Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and Flint walks in, uh, uh, and that's why he's uh, he's just angry. He's just like, oh, man, he's she's spending so much time. They have this relationship that I don't have with her, even though we're boning, like, she's got a more familiar relationship with this guy, because they went to school together, like, that's how it
3: works. this is like those guys that when you start dating them, they're like, oh, you have guy friends, and it's like, yeah, I'm a human being who has friends of both gender, and they're like, but, like, what, like, do you guys ever make out, or what? It's like guys who don't understand that chicks can have guy guy friends, and and have them be very platonic and then he he starts he starts like you know showing off his plumage to everybody
2: what if i told you that's about their insecurities and not the lady uh, at all no
3: duh oh, that's knew? why i don't like it
2: <laughs> it's dumb uh, well,
3: we, we meet a lady
2: cobra, speaking of which, and la- new lady cobra. We do, oh, yeah. do we ever learn her name? I didn't get nope. a name no. from her at all. She's the boss, though. She's boss yeah. lady of the manta submarine that looks like a manta. I literally mm-hmm. just wrote down, is this the new cobra manta? And then later in the episode, they're like, it's the new cobra manta submarine. <laughs> I'm like, good job, me. I nailed
0: it. It looks like a
2: friggin' manta. What and it looks like
0: a manta ray, which is...
2: Weird. It, it, it moves really like it's a submarine, but you're right. It move. It really floats through the water and really mm-hmm. like can maneuver like like it was a real manta. Mm. And I'm yeah. like, this is this is a really good ship. Yeah. You never. Yeah. It still gets hit by depth charges. Don't you know? Oh uh, well, it get it gets shook by them but it doesn't get hit. Yeah. Well, uh, Lady Cobra searches, says, we gotta search the island, we gotta find these pilots. We're pretty sure that this is the island they're on, and she's right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, G.I. Joe attacks because they see her in the water, and so being the warmongers that they are, poor, innocent Cobra, (laughs) they just start shooting depth charges at her, and Mm -hmm. she has to, like, go. And then her missile launch hatch is jammed, so she can't fire back at them.
3: Is this... Did this actually happen? Because I wrote in my notes, is this like a he said, she said? That movie he said, she said, where they each get to tell their Uh, side? We
0: did not start dipping into the Rashomon territory until later in the episode. So this is still objective reality.
3: Okay, okay. Because I thought it was the cobras saying... This is totally what happened, and then it it was false.
0: No, no, this isn't Legion. This isn't- uh, Where nothing uh, makes sense? Yeah, not knowing (laughs) which reality is what. This is still real.
2: Well, I just like that uh, she goes, our missile launch launch hatch is jammed. We can't shoot at them. And we cut to commercial break. Like That's the big cliffhanger.
0: Capital letters. I'm like, that's a weird commercial break, because- You usually don't uh, uh, put the villains into the role of like, oh, no, what will happen to them? I feel so much sympathy. The opening fight, the
2: hero punches the villain in the nose, knocks him to the ground and starts to walk away to return the money that the villain stole. And the villain goes, oh, my nose is broken. I can't fight back. Cut to commercial. Like wait a minute,
3: no. I feel like not... it would be more like the, the hero punches the villain and the villain's like, No, I have no weapons on me and then the hero pulls out a <laughs> knife and it cuts the commercial and you're going, Wait, who am I rooting for here?
0: <laughs>
3: I can't I can't I, remember.
0: I mean you gotta root for the people who's uh who have the sub with a huge dive button.
2: <laughs> oh, the button like, <laughs> says dive in huge letters. You've, yes.
0: you've got your controls, your your steering wheels and your columns and your uh your throttle and whatnot, and your ups and down, and then just a big-ass, oh, fuck, 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 dive.
2: Yeah. That's the button. When you need it, you really need it. You yeah. want it to be that you big. You not see the small print that says, oh, fuck, 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 fuck above, dive. <laughs> it's because the button clearly says dive, and it's so big. Were you not assuming at some point later in the episode somebody would accidentally fall into it? Because isn't that how it always, with the self-destruct <laughs> buttons, uh-huh, the dive uh-huh. buttons, at the worst possible time, someone's like, uh-oh, Elbow on the panel, like that's just <laughs> that's always what seems to happen. But it didn't to mm-hmm. its own credit yeah. of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Cobra Commander is a boss right now. Like he's taking over the uh, the broadcast. Meanwhile, uh, Serpentor and Dr. Mindbender have stepped out to check the operation on the island. And Serpentor gets pissed at Dr. Mindbender and just flat out picks him up out of the chair and throws him away from the control panel.
3: When when Serpentor goes. When Sir Pender goes back on TV, is he petting his his fake snake on the head? Why not? Because It, it humanizes a, him. A, at some point he's like on camera and he's going like he's like petting its head as if it's a real thing.
2: It is a real snake. No. Those are real snakes. No. Yes, they move around and stuff. No. Do you have any comment? Let me tell you what actually happened.
0: I'll be goddamned. He is petting his yes. he's petting his little snake thing. Are you checking it? Yes. Yep. Yep. Thank well, there you go.
2: You. There it is. Uh, that's and weird. Um also that's so weird. Do you have th- what I think you're about to pull up on the sound file?
0: Probably. <laughs>
1: Next time I'll him with a sense of humor.
0: That's my favorite this line in time. Our show. What does he say? This
2: Next time I'll clone him with a sense of humor. It's <laughs> a pretty good line. I thought you were gonna give me the shots of all the c- people laughing. Because this is when you get like the strato vipers laughing. The, what Cobra is going on TV and asserting is such obvious bullshit. And it's so clearly not true that none of the Cobras who are uh, stationed at this base can even keep their shit together while he is saying it. And one televiper actually has to be like, okay, guys, you got shh. We can't.
3: Again, we, this is probably what Trump's cabinet is doing in the background of all of his speeches. That's oh, all yeah. I could think
2: of was the Trump team was he's talking about this one build the wall that health care is going to be solved on day mm. one. We're going to kick ISIS in the face within 10 days of taking office. And everybody behind him must be at home just being like, oh, my God, he's such <laughs> a fucking
0: <laughs> 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 These people are buying it. These people are buying They're it. They're really going to vote right, for him. Right. Oh, my God. Is he
3: petting his pet, pet snake?
0: <laughs> He's betting his pet tie. Yeah.
2: G.I. <laughs> Joe will return after these messages.
1: This is it, the new G.I. Joe Devilfish on a high-speed recon mission. There's
3: Hawk, the new Joe Commander. That's Beachhead, the Ranger.
1: And that's Whitson. Devilfish has two torpedoes
2: and twin guns on top, and they're going to need it because here comes Cobra. cobra
1: got a new hydro set, and that's real dangerous with G.I. Joe!
2: Joe! Live the adventure of GI Joe. GI Joe, Devilfish, Cobra, Hydro Sled, and Cobra and Joe figures each sold separately. G.I. Joe. Now back to GI Joe. Um, and also this is where we get our callbacks right here, and this yep. is this is the most magical thing because Cobra uh, says, "Like, what have we even done to make you think that we would be capable of these actions?" And Hector Mayer's like, "Well." <laughs> And he starts rattling off plot lines of, like, a dozen episodes of G.I. Joe. Mm
3: I love it. Well, let's
2: see. There was your invasion of Washington, D.C., the giant mechanical sea serpent you unleashed on New York, the time you melted the polar ice caps.
0: And then we cut
2: away. We cut back, like, minutes later, and he's (laughs) still still rattling this shit off. And that was haul down the heavens. That was bazooka (laughs) saw sea serpent. And that was Arise Serpent or Arise Part 5 for the people Uh playing at home. Did you look those up? No, I
0: didn't. Jesus Christ! I am that much of a degenerate. I was like, "This is this is horrifying." Oh no, you actually knew them off the top of your head. I did. Somehow that's, that's even more worse. Horrifying.
2: <laughs> well, we have our second flashback with Flint, and this is when he sneaks up on Lady J oh. at the base, oh. and the you, okay, the okay for flint's credit now. No. no 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 when when flint shows no up credit. at the base the guard is looking like oh i don't think you want to go in there are you i mean we can let you in i guess the guard makes him feel suspicious right off the bat so he comes in with a little suspicion and then i don't over- know i feel like it's it
0: got, i thought the same thing yeah. like maybe he's covering for her but also it felt more like oh hey because this is this is a uh what's his face this is this heartbreak kid, uh, Ron Michaels' uh, uh, base, <laughs> uh, not the. Yeah. I dropped that nice. earlier, and you blew right by it. I was I like, did, I gotta apparently. bring it back up again. Yep, it's gotta do it better. for me. Um, Love it. He, uh, yeah, so the guard out there is like an Air Force guy. He's like, oh, GI Joe's here. That's. Weird. Are you supposed to be here? Yeah.
2: I mean, you can go in, but yeah. You could understand why Flint's not used to people being weird around him. No, here's the
3: thing. I also like to think that maybe this guard knows what's up, knows that Flint is coming to check on him, and understandably is like, oh, what oh, God, is this guy here to check up on his fucking girlfriend? <laughs> that is fucking weird and controlling. I'm going to treat him like the weirdo <laughs> that he is. Controlling. He's coming in to see her because they're in love.
0: Uh... Uh, also, yeah, it is kind of weird that he's...
2: If your boyfriend shows up at work, uh, uh, at your work to say hi, and he brings, I don't know, food or flowers, are you immediately like, he's trying to control he me.
0: He
3: brings neither of those things.
2: Correct. Also, this would be like if you uh,
0: he, he went to your job, he's like, oh, no, she's uh, on site at a little thing. Like, all right, I'll follow her then.
2: Yep, yep. <laughs> well, the piece of conversation he heard, hears is Ron being like, hey man, come back to my place and wear something casual.
3: Yeah, so then instead of, instead of saying like, oh, hey, what's going on? Did I just hear him? I'm going to be honest, that makes me a little jealous. Let's talk this out. Instead of being, you know, an adult human being in a relationship... That talks out things like this, he's then just like, oh, oh good. Oh, yeah. He leaves without even saying anything. Yeah, yeah. You don't do that crap if you're an adult. You do that if you're a twelve year old and you're in sixth grade and you're in a sixth grade relationship.
0: We are living at a time, this is nineteen eighty six, where absolutely Flint has seen multiple episodes of the television show (laughs) Three's Company. uh And he knows if he walks in and hears two lines of a conversation. (laughs) that all he needs to do is hang around for six more seconds uh-huh. to find out the context. He, he should have known better.
3: Also, he's been coy about their relationship in the past.
0: Exactly. You don't... She's not allowed to tell, uh, yeah. say, about the weird it's relationship. True. Yeah,
3: you don't get to be coy about crap and controlling. And mm-hmm. what it turns out to be is she's helping
2: him move. Uh, like, no, yeah. she's That's helping him fucking a, wallpaper, a wallpaper. Which wallpaper. Is... To me, that
3: means he just moved in, anymore. though, and he needs that help. That was a thing that was big back then, though. When wallpaper, yeah, yeah, when wallpaper was in, but like, uh, <laughs> I, I, this was the point where I wrote down. Okay, I hate this episode because Flint, because uh, I'm not on board with all this weird control. I was hoping it would end with her, mm-hmm. saying, saying to him, "Hey, buddy, you don't trust me clearly, mm-hmm. and you're not an adult enough to talk things out with me." So we're going to break up, and by the way, there's so much dick here that I am going to be fucking, yeah, up, and you true. can say yep. nothing about it, because yeah. we're on a military base, yep. and I'm going to get mine. Next time you're in a relationship, you're mm. going to know better.
0: All the fly boys are going to get some of this.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. again, the thing about it is, why... <laughs> The thing with this episode is you have a really strong initial premise of this TV thing that they're doing. And and to the point of the the, the Trump thing I was talking about before, where Hector Ramirez makes the point to say we have to show both sides. Mm -hmm. No, you fucking don't. If one side is clear bullshit, then you should have on the truth side. And then you could have on one person Mm -hmm. who's got to spout madness and then shout them down for being madness. That makes you fair. This is how
3: I feel about NPR nowadays.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I think this is the issue I had with CNN during the 2016 presidential election is they ha- they felt like the people have to make their own decisions yeah. we'll present two sides as equals and they do this in other stories as well not just the election but they'll have like the crazy anti-vax person and a real scientist
3: well I just and they'll think... try to
2: present both opinions like they're the same merit
3: well when they said we're not going to be fact checking the debates that was when i was like oh fuck you right like people uh, aren't going to do that kind of work <laughs> like you mean that he could say flying monkeys are coming to kill you and your children and they would be like we're not gonna we're not gonna fact check that we don't want to it could be true
2: way we'll let the, to the people to decide if flying monkeys are coming to kill their children uh i'm very much
0: cutting hector ramirez slack because in 1986 that wasn't really an issue we are Fair still enough. we still have that's true, you know that's uh, true. Uh, j- journalistic integrity and and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well it was assumed one side
2: wasn't going to gaslight you like crazy right. but, th- but that's the world we live in now today sure. yeah. like I say the anti-vax people out there or like the uh, the flat earth people could you imagine going on TV and having like Neil deGrasse Tyson to talk about our solar system and some crazy drooling flat earther and treating both right. with a equal baske- amounts of respect The basketball player yeah b- b- that b- basketball guy <laughs> you know the one so. who thinks mermaids are real and that uh, uh, dinosaurs are not yeah I, yeah like some opinions fucking suck and we shouldn't be subjected to them without ridicule you know what i just realized <laughs> i just realized
0: that this fucking ron uh uh Michaels ron Michaels. fellow though, he's having a wallpapering party as you say gina he is moving in and he's having people come over to do shit like he's 22 years old he is not 22 years old <laughs> this a is point. a grown-ass man and it's weird no no no, this, it's weird. This
3: this was a thing. People people do painting parties. People do. I don't think he's moving in. I, I was under the impression that he is changing his wallpaper.
0: Well, she said, we. I haven't been to a wallpaper party since college, which uh-huh. says to me, like, this is a thing that college kids do, like saying, mm-hmm. hey, come over for a, we're going to be doing keg stands later, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Madam President. Man, I haven't uh, done and- keg stands since Halloween.
3: Yeah. I recently did keg stands. Mm. God damn it.
0: All right, for normal people <laughs> who aren't in a state of arrested development, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't even know why Listen, I'm. Ta- there's no I'm,
3: age limit on I'm Fun a- Chan. Thank
2: you.
0: God damn it! There
2: needs to be an age limit on keg stands.
0: No, <laughs>
3: so, no way. If you can still physically support your own say, weight with your forearms,
2: there's a weight limit on keg stands, and I'm nearly there.
3: <laughs> now nah, I'll never be there. No, you are. I'm gonna live forever. You are tiny. <laughs>
2: You uh, well, keep working at Yahoo, you'll hit that limit. That's,
0: that oh,
3: that's a good true. point.
2: <laughs> uh, well, Cobra deploys bats back to the island. They're like, "This is the island. We're putting bats there. We're gonna find those two pilots." GI Joe sees the bats and they kind of double back and say, "This has got to be the place."
0: Did you know that bats in the cave is a is a thing? When someone says they have uh, you have bats in the cave. Uh, that like means the bat you know, cave, like Batman? boogers hanging out of your oh, nose. Oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I have never I heard have that heard term. That. I have
0: heard. Uh, of that. I no, just I immediately heard, wiped my nose. <laughs> I just heard it from Gordon Ramsay. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm I have juniors. heard of
3: that. I forgot what it was though. Uh,
0: is is it? It's so it's not a British thing. It's everywhere. I just have n- never heard. I'm it might, in entire it life.
3: might be a British thing, uh, but I've definitely heard it before. I don't, uh, yeah. Did you hear it on a British show? I can't remember. It I was watched the great a lot British of pick-off. British shows. <laughs> what a gross thing we be talking oh, about Oh, I've on
0: a got crumpets show? and bats in my Oh, no, bats the cave. Bats in the cave. <laughs> bats in the cave.
2: Okay, so we're being presented. We're back on the TV show now. We're being presented with two viewpoints that are both given equal screen time. We have Dr. Mindbender literally blaming the Joes for all of the
0: issues on, that That almost has. sounded
3: like blaming the Jews.
2: Hold
0: on. Whoa.
3: Then you attempted to destroy the world's currency, raided the Rocky Mountain <laughs> Chemical Weapons Arsenal,
2: created that bogus
1: heavy metal band, Cold Swindler, oh. staged the Cobra-thon, sank the USS Montana and, and the USS flag, correct. and attempted to swindle Alaska away from the United oh, States. yeah.
2: All of those things are things we've talked about on this yeah. show. <laughs> Go ahead. List them off. Uh was a Great Alaskan Land Rush. We had Sink the Montana. Uh, let's see here. The Money one, uh, money to Burn, that was the Money one. Cold Slither, obviously, was that one. And then what was the other plot I'm missing there?
0: Uh, World Currency one. That was Money to Burn. Oh, uh, a, Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain uh, Chemical, uh, chemical
2: Base. That was the one, I believe, with the laughing gas. That was the
0: one where we had our first Baroness being a, a, a dude. Uh, in disguise. Oh, yeah. That was when she
2: was playing Arnold Arnold with 20 questions. Was that 20 questions?
3: Is that that episode?
2: Then there you go. 20 questions. We can get them all. (laughs) These are some pretty good episodes. (sighs)
3: Gotta
2: catch them all. Well, Dr. Mindmender says, you know, uh, well, maybe if the Joes weren't here, maybe we wouldn't be blamed for so much. And General Hawk correctly responds with, G.I. Joe was literally created to deal with Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> like we we would we'll be happy to go away if you go first. Yeah. <laughs> um okay. So the uh, uh, we get back to the island guys right now, and we have our second weird commercial break cut of the entire episode. The guys are on the island. They're running away from the bats, and then all of a sudden, an arm reaches from off screen and covers the guy's mouth. Oh, the yeah. arm clearly belongs to Lifeline. Yeah. Clearly belongs yeah. to Lifeline, and we cut the commercial break like it's some weird... Thing you should have put him in shadow strange. or
0: something, or just change yeah. the goddamn color of the sleeve.
2: Yeah, or just like have a glove only or something, because yeah. it's very clearly the giant red uh, pa- uh, 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 pocketed what... arm of uh, Lifeline. Mm-hmm.
0: What is
3: being said here? Broken leg, fifty bucks. What was the? I was very he, confused. Oh,
0: I have a broken leg. My leg is broken. He's got a fucking
2: sprained ankle. Is it leave me here.
0: He also says like, something about
3: 50 bucks. Well, yeah.
2: Lifeline says you'll be back in three to four months. Yeah. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. This is what, I got that it, this is what he That's says. That's really long time before we'll be able to walk if again, you isn't
3: legitimately it? have.
2: You make a run for it. I'll hold him off. No can do, partner. How are you going to pay me the 50 bucks you borrowed last Tuesday? That's uh, it. Oh, God. That's yeah. the got gag. It. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, uh I will say that yeah uh, uh he says 2 to 3 months, right? 3 to 4 months. 3 to 4 months. Uh, it That's does a seem time. a little bit long, but but foot fractures specifically because it's very hard not to put any weight on them.
2: But don't they have like big casts and stuff that have you seen people walk around with crutches and stuff mm-hmm. like Yeah,
3: I mean it takes a, it takes a while for a bone to fully heal heal. Like if it was a sp- I, I I remember when I was in high school they thought I had sprained my ankle, and a sprain heals in one week okay. or two weeks, yeah. unless you're an insane person. Unless you're old. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, or or like even even old people, but uh, it ended it ended up being that I tore my ligament instead, oh, and good. that was my my whole leg was like purple for like a month. That
2: was the end of your pro football career.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So G.I. Joe gets to jump on the bats, right? Lifeline, you know, tucks them away, gets them quiet. G.I. Joe has an open shot on bats standing in open ground and fucks it up. They miss every single shot we shoot at the bats. And we learn something about bats in this moment here. One, some of the bats are left-handed, which is strange. Oh, that is weird. And the second thing is bats communicate with nonverbal hand gesture communication Mm -hmm. because the one bat waves the others to go forward. So... I don't know what any of it means, but I found it interesting. Uh, and then, so instead of just shooting the bats, because they have guns, they have a defended position. The bats are an open ground. GI Joe misses every single shot on the planet. So Flint's idea is to climb to the top of the ravine and drop a boulder on them, which then crushes the bats and rolls away. And we have a comedy moment.
3: I felt bad for that. Uh, I felt bad for that bat that got that.
2: Got the grenade. Got
3: the grenade because he has a moment where he realizes he's going to die. (laughs)
2: Uh, We've talked about this before on the the show. These bats sometimes have lucid, I'm alive moments and don't want to die.
0: Yeah, like
3: Uh, it's like, throw it. And then he's like, I got to throw it. No, no, it
0: doesn't say throw it. The message that pops up on his heads up display,
2: get rid of it. That's a fun ass joke. But you could also argue that that computer is very bad inside of him because it took a very long time. It took a while. That should not have been that much processing. Even yeah. for the 80s.
3: Uh, also, Flint mu- moved this giant boulder like it is nothing. Oh, it's like yeah. paper mache. Yeah. Like he's just like, what? That's not
2: how rocks work. Yeah. It's like yeah. Steve Reeves in the old Superman show. Just kind of picks up this giant yeah. block of styrofoam and throws it.
3: And now we get uh, more of my new hatred for Flint. Whoa. When he sees this guy with the broken leg, broken foot. And decides this might be a good time to That's bully right. this guy yeah. out of flirting with my woman. She's mine. <laughs> She's my property. Broken foot guy, I'm gonna get up on his face. He's barely conscious, Flint. He's on a tarp.
2: He's, he's we the need pain to has talk. knocked him
3: out. And then Lifeline is like, "No, Flint, yep. he's no." In shock. Lifeline
2: again is the right guy.
3: Yeah, this is what I have been saying. Go out with Lifeline. I want Lady J to dump Flint and then give so many BJs to Lifeline. He
0: just fucking tried to rear naked choke a dude uh, that he's <laughs> trying to save. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Oh, thank God you're here to rescue. I like. Oh, I can't help you. No. I'm a passive. Oh, uh, he
3: does help. He he diagnoses the broken yeah. foot. He recognizes that the guy is in shock. He yeah. makes a stretcher. You're telling me that's not helping?
0: After Flint flings a fucking boulder onto the bats. Yeah, and then you telling me Flint that Lifeline couldn't have pushed a rock? Well, okay. oh, it's a rock? It's a, it's what a, a weapon. What does Flint use, but...
3: immediately do? He immediately turns into a turd.
0: I'm not saying he's a good person. <laughs> like, I'm saying he's doing his goddamn job.
3: But bats
2: aren't even human. Why can't Lifeline kill them?
0: Birds hey, I,
3: I felt bad. I felt bad for Grenade Bat. Yeah. I would be that person in this situation that would be like, I am not comfortable killing these things. I don't know if they're sentient. But can you imagine Lifeline
2: like having a garage sale or something? would be like, I bought a new toaster. Gotta keep the old one. Can't throw it away. I might hurt its feelings. I'm a pacifist.
3: Okay. I just realized where you are going to fall. Uh, on the robots and humanity line, Ray, because in my opinion, as soon as they gain sentience, they are my buddies. I am not forcing them to do any labor for free. Okay. Well, the and problem you is. You clearly though... just called them toasters. Hello, robots from the future. <laughs> my name is Gina Ippolito. I am your friend. Please kill Ray Stacanus. Here's the
2: problem the bats only get sentience one second before they're killed. <laughs> So you have one second to de- de- befriend them, and then you get to watch them die. That's real unfortunate.
3: <laughs> Listen, are you you're are you going to be the guy that's like hanging out with R two D two and C three PO, and you're just going to be like, ugh, these fucking toasters over here? Yes. Ugh, ugh, you are. A-
0: Wait, you mean hanging out like in a just like a like
2: at a Troy at the bar or something yeah. like that?
0: Just yeah, just like they're your
3: bar. buddies, they're chilling.
2: I mean, I, can you refresh my oil, please? <laughs>
3: like an oil teeny i am i am not on board with this racism against bots (laughs) (laughs) they're not real i don't i so says you you don't know when they gain sentience there was a time when people thought that animals didn't have feelings ray
2: well that's silly because animals are clearly alive and so are bats one second before they die (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to 20 questions here because we find out the whole thing was an elaborate ruse. uh, And Hector Ramirez is actually on an airplane with G.I. Joe at the time. Huh. Uh, Wait till those emails leak on WikiLeaks. Oh, man. He was in cahoots with the Joe team the whole time. If
3: I was watching this show live, I would be jumping off my couch right now going, Oh, what? Oh, my God. Best live TV stunt ever. But this is the weird part to me.
2: It's because... um, because they have the second we mentioned before there's two ghost planes the second one is in the air and it's a d de- and it's sent out there with lady j piloting it to decoy in order to uh, uh bring out cobra who's going to shoot it down cobra shows up but they don't actually open fire on the ghost at all to my knowledge so in theory cobra still has plausible deniability of saying we saw it was in the air and we wanted to help it on its journey yep like yep. Cobra doesn't actually attack it, thus ruining the whole point G.I. Joe test. attacks
0: them instead.
2: G.I. Joe attacks Cobra first. Mm-hmm. And thus any person at home with doubts about Cobra now has reason to doubt, especially knowing that Hector Ramirez got the emails from the Joe team in advance so they knew what all the questions were gonna oh, be. Man. <laughs> It was hashtag, very upsetting. What about Lady J's emails? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Lady J's emails. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we have a fun action scene where the G.I. Joe shoots down the cobra planes and then Lady J uses the ghost somehow to shoot down one uh, of the
3: cobra uh, planes. Lady J- at some point say these guys are surgically altered yes. to withstand the g-force she's yes. talking about the humans
0: she's talking about the pilots of the night ravens i
3: believe cert- that's some that's some island we, of dr Moreau bullcrap I, there we
2: learned about that with the Strato vipers yeah. though that they we have actually, to undergrow stuff and i believe that we was actually the read file the file card yeah. that said that on there
3: oh this reminds me of that episode of black mirror if you haven't seen it see it um
2: which episode
3: the episode where they put implants in the in the soldier's eyes ooh that oh Sounds yeah exciting. i'm not it's 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 it messed with my mind for weeks guys <laughs> um, can i get a quick
2: sound poll just of serpentor cuz he has just a one it just feels like such a great sound drop, such a great portrayal and he just the game us up doctor mindbender your ruse has failed no not that one he just oh. goes huh what we thought we saw wasn't what we saw huh <laughs> Fair enough, that yep, was a pretty that great point. pretty <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> but also, it's the the whole episode, I didn't see what I thought I saw. That, mm-hmm. It ties back to Flint later, because you know, the G.I. Joe saves the day, they're vindicated on national television. Somehow, even though I don't really think they are, I think actually as far as Serpentor goes, this is a PR win. Because <laughs> he didn't actually attack anything. <sighs> And then uh, we find out Ron and Flint have a little powwow afterwards. You find out because Ron's – Flint doesn't even actually do anything, does he? Ron just gives up the information that uh, uh, Lady J loves you, man, and and I'm happy for both of you.
3: I don't – Flint is such a bully. The dude still has a broken leg. And also, by the way, who – what evolved human being is going to go to the person you think your significant other is cheating on first instead of saying, hey, Lady J – What's going on here? Is that's, there something going on uh, here that I need to go a about? That's very
2: male thing to do to, to like, co- confront people. That's what I'm
3: saying. It's bullshit. It's it's taking out your dick and trying to slap him in the face with it and measure your dicks, and it's totally unnecessary. If I were Lady J, because she says to him, "What were you just going to ask him?" And he's like, "Eh, uh, nothing." Ew. And I would be like, uh, "Let me ask you a question. Were you about to? Were you about to like threaten him or ask him?" if we have a relationship because you've been acting real possessive and I'm not down with that buddy yep
2: fair enough and that's the end of the episode he goes I didn't see what I think I saw to pair up what Cobra Commander said earlier Mm -hmm. and that was a little clever I kind of liked it but it's like these are two totally separate plot points that didn't even necessarily belong in the same episode together they're both about perspective
3: Oh, that's I guess true. that's
2: true. I mm-hmm. take it all back. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like this episode a lot. Can I just say, like, even though there's a lot of weird shenanigans with time and flashbacks, what I liked about it is just like it just presents us what uh, the rest of the world is thinks and is going on. I'll say it again: while GI Joe is fighting Cobra,
3: I like that part. I don't like that uh, Flint doesn't get his comeuppance. He learns no lesson in the end of this. Not even a yeah. little
2: bit. Yeah.
0: What did uh, you learn, Jan? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh no i respect this episode a lot for what it's uh for uh the stuff that it's doing and like uh yeah, I, I don't know that there was another cartoon out there uh, at this time that would have been doing like oh the whole thing's a like a, a scam and you know trying to explain to a twelve year old kid like oh this is uh-huh, this is fake uh-huh. and what actually happened. But also earlier, these people were telling their version of the thing that you think you saw. Yeah, and so you know there's a bunch of stuff going on. But not uh, just
2: that, GI Joe. A few times has talked about media, like the Cold Slither episode. Remember the one where Cobra took over the airwaves yeah. uh, of all the TV and everything? Yeah, like was- they do a lot of like. Uh, Media lies to you, and I think that's that's a lesson of GI Joe a lot. Uh, cable was still not in its infancy,
0: but it, not it a lot still, of people it had was still it. Pretty young, so uh, and. Basic cable hadn't really spread its wings yet, but there were still s- these things were starting to happen. We still we're didn't even have silk stockings
2: stuff. on USA yet.
3: Oh, I love <laughs> silk stockings! Great
2: show. Co- That's your benchmark That's my for when. benchmark the- for when cable began. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Silk stockings. If I could
3: turn to channel to scrambled channel ninety nine <laughs> in my room
2: more like scramble channel try 69 a, am i right Trying yeah. to look for like a no, boob or a right.
3: butt or something then yep. that's when cable started for me <laughs> do it.
2: uh
3: and that's the end of the episode guys so uh
2: thank you guys very much for listening to this episode we'll do a bit of contact information we'll get out your hair <laughs> we are found on uh, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast uh you can also hit us up on patreon patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast it's the end of the month going on like literally tonight as you listen to this so if you've been thinking about getting on the patreon the thing can over and you join like before the first. So get on today. This is the day you've been thinking about doing it. Five dollars gets you the entire back catalog and all the bonus episodes. And if you want to order us around like your automatons for twenty dollars, we will do an episode of anything you want, uh, preferably cartoon related. And we will talk about it. We'll do a full length episode for the Patreon fee Jesus, for your you just amusement. Open it up to any television show, trying not to really hard. <laughs>
3: I'll watch any television show. I I'll watch an episode of Silk Stockings, and we'll talk about that. Guys, yeah. can we
2: do an episode of Silk Stockings?
3: I would love that. That show is hilariously you, bad, that's... so it is appropriate Get on your there.
2: Patreon. I think we might be uh, onto something here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the story right there. Real quick, I want to thank the uh, Patreon subscribers. Uh, we have uh, Brian Rapp, of course. We have Dave the Usher. We have to thank Michael Jacobs, Michael Albin Sulco, as well as uh, Shane A. Abel. And Alan Brandt. Those are our subscribers right now. And I just Yay. want to say thank you guys so much for doing it. This is your official shout out on the show Ooh. for being a part of it. And if you want your shout out on the show, join the Patreon. Uh, in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, We're at G.I. Joe Podcast, but individually, I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs.
3: I'm at Gina Ippi.
2: And we will be doing a Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling uh, uh, probably around the same time this episode goes up.
3: Oh, God. It's, and then it's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunt down Brian Rapp. <laughs>
2: So if you want to hear that oh its madness, uh, you do some will want wrestling to wrestling
3: moves on Brian Rapp. So, uh, join the Patreon
2: and do that. Until then, we will catch you all next time. Later now.